0: Hello everyone, my name is Chase Beatty and this is my podcast, Principle of Polarity. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today's podcast is going to be on types of relationships. And as usual, I will start this podcast off with the quote Life is a success. Life is a succession of lessons which must be lived to be understood. And that's a quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. This podcast is being posted a little bit later than usual. I tried to wake up this morning and record the podcast early, but my daughters decided that they wanted to wake up and be full of energy and with not giving daddy the peace or the time or space he needed in order to create the podcast so i'm posting a little bit later than i should also uh looking at the podcast and how things worked out between the episodes and stuff like that i definitely should have posted this podcast after the episodes entitled uh relationships because it basically talks around the same subject matter it's just a different perspective uh, and it goes more in depth uh, into the types of relationships that we have, in reference to like our environment and the people that we we live with, interact interact with, and you know make daily exchanges with. Um, I use the examples that I got while doing my research, like which basically involves like an organism to its community, but there are correlations that you can make between relationships between people. You know, one another. Um, some of them may stand out. Some of them would, may be more complicated than others. But if you pay close attention and look closely, you can make those correlations, make those connections. And as usual, it's just something that I'm creating to kind of, you know, get you thinking in a different direction. Maybe hear some information that you may not have heard before and, you know, get you looking a, a little bit deeper into something. Um, a subject matter, a topic, a point of view—just shed some light on some new information. So, hopefully, this falls on uh, ears of people who will be receptive to it. And let's dive in. So, as I stated just prior to jumping into this podcast, we've already discussed the podcast on relationships or information on relationships. How having the right type of relationships in your life can be a hindrance, or it can be a trampoline to you moving towards your goals and accomplishing your dreams and desires. Um, Having the right relationships in your life can be extremely, extremely, extremely beneficial or detrimental. If we have, you know, just speaking of relationship wise, if you have the wrong significant other in your life, you know, that could be a huge hindrance to you moving forward, or it could be an addition, a welcome addition to your life. And they can enhance your drive and help it, help you accomplish your dreams and your goals, and more than one way and, and or another. And um, this also goes for good friends, you know, and also being surrounded by good company—the people that you you daily daily interact with, and and you you daily seek for advice and and seek to provide that structure in your life of of people who are dependable and accountable, and can help you become that person that you want to be in order to accomplish your goals um it's all about the things that we have surrounding us like if you want to live healthy or if you don't want to you know indulge in fatty foods or or unhealthy foods then don't buy those foods in the first place don't put them in your house and surround yourself with them so that your ease of access is is there to get the food same thing with people you know if you don't want to smoke don't surround yourself with smokers if you don't want to drink don't surround yourself with drinkers. If you want to become a millionaire or a businessman or an entrepreneur, surround yourself with those type of people. Your relationship to your environment is what's gonna help you grow or or stay the same. Just like a plant, you know, if they're planted in the dirt, the dirt provides them nutrition and and they're getting plenty of sunlight and stuff, they're gonna grow into a big plant. But if the plant is just throwing some dirt that's not full of nutrients, it's not getting water, it's not getting sunlight, then it's not gonna grow to its full potential. We all have potential in us, but it's all about the type of environment that we surround ourselves in, which could be the environment that you create for your brain, like having books, um, studying, being studious, having people around you who are studious, the environment that we have for our spirit, like, again, reading, um, spiritual knowledge, meditating, praying, Um, focusing and getting your body and your mind right and then there's like physical knowledge like going to the gym or your physical environment like going to the gym or eating healthy and having the right diet and the proper you know health habits for the body that you want to have in your life so relationships can mean more than just your relationship with another person it can also mean your relationship with your environment and that's what this podcast is more so focused on Everything is linked together, and you, human interaction resembles nature. So everything is everything. You know, they they say that there's nothing new under the sun. Um, that applies to everything that we talk about. You know, you can, if you look around uh, your environment, if you look at nature, you'll be able to see that, you know, the things that we talk about are exhibited in nature. Like we talk about, you know, the principle of polarity, like balance and yin and yang. Um, you know we say you can't have the good without the bad well if you look outside you know you can't have daylight without nighttime you can't have up without down that's gravity you can't have speed without drag you know just to to complicate things and be a little bit nerdy so if we look around us in nature like all of these principles that we talk about that we discuss there there are examples in the of them in nature and the example of the different type of relationships we can have with our environment and the people within them is another thing that we could take from nature. Um, scientists have gone further as scientists like to do and classified these relationships and gave them names and definitions and you know situations in which they apply. Um, some of which we may be familiar with and others not so much. Um, so this is what my research uh, I found in my research. Or organisms occupy what are called niches. A niche includes the physical space in which they live, how they use the resources they are in that, that are in that space, and how they interact with other in- organisms in that space. Again, their relationship to their environment. So a niche is basically, you know, you have to, you know how like people say you have to get in where you fit in, you gotta find your niche in this world. It's the same thing. A niche is just how an organism interacts with this environment, its relationship to its environment, the people around him, the places around him, the sounds around him, the energy around him, the, the visible and invisible forces that are acting on that person. That organism is important in how that organism interacts with, within the world, within that environment and how he develops in that environment and within that environment. And these interactions among organisms within or between overlapping niches, overlapping niches can be characterized in five types of relationships. So these are the five types of relationships that can exist within a niche, between an organism and his niche. There's a competition, a predation, a communalism, a mutualism, and a, paras- a parasitism. So basically a competition, a predator prey style relationship, a commonalism, which is like a common relationship, a mutualism, which is like a mutual relationship and a a parasitism, which is basically like a parasitic relationship. Um, And we're going to dive a little bit deeper into those, each one of those as well. So a competition. A competition is when individuals or populations compete for the same resources and can occur within or between species. When organisms compete for a resource, such as food or building materials, it is called consumptive or explorative competition. When they compete for territory, it's called the interference competition. When they compete for new territory by arriving there first, it is called the preemptive competition. And basically, if you look like over history and over the world, and even in present day society, this is how people exist in the world, you know, by and large. You know, back in the old days, we used to go to war, and it was a a competition for life or death of one factor against another, fighting for dominance over land, um, a kingdom in defense of a kingdom for many various reasons, but it was a competition nonetheless, um, for resources, for gold, money, power, um, mostly for power. But again, this as a nature, so in the real world. So we're discussing, you know, competition in the realm of organisms in their niche, but also we're comparing it to the real world. So we already used the example of war. Um, You can also see competition style Um, interactions or relationships within people, you know, people who are always in competition with somebody, you know, like this person is going to get to the money before I do, or this person, I got to beat this person to college, or I got to beat this person to a higher salary, or I got to beat this person to the biggest house, like you're always in competition with somebody. And at the end of the day, you know, it is good to have competition. It's good to be in competition because sometimes competition brings out the best in us. But at the end of the day, what we have to realize is that the only competition we're really in is a competition against ourselves, And it's the competition to be a better person than you were yesterday, a competition to make progress. So not be in the same place when you go to bed and then wake up and be that same individual or, or be where you were yesterday, not being any better for having the experience the past 24 hours. You know, if if this other person wakes up and they beat you to something or, or you just lose out for that day, I mean, that's that's just one race. You know, life is a journey, it's not a sprint. So even if you fall down, you fail, you miss out on an opportunity this time, there's going to be plenty of opportunities for you to succeed or for you to try again and the following day is coming. And we never know, you know, when our last day will be on this earth. So it's up to us to make every day an opportunity to be that day, you know, an opportunity to be successful, an opportunity to advance ourselves towards our dreams and our goals, an opportunity to accomplish our dreams and our goals. I know I talk a lot about, you know, advancing towards our dreams and our goals, But ultimately, we want to accomplish our goals. We want to be entrepreneurs. We want to be businessmen, businesswomen. We want to control our destiny, control our times. So we need to be in competition with ourselves, you know, not to lose sight of our goal, by being in competition with other people. Because at the end of the day, if you're in competition with somebody else, once you win, you know, you're gonna have to seek out somebody else to be in competition with. And like I said earlier, competition is good, but the true competition that you face is, is you, is yourself. You know, every day you wake up, you gotta see if you're gonna beat your alarm clock up. You know, every day, You know you wake up you're gonna you know compete can i last longer than yesterday and you know being disciplined to not eat the nasty food or those fatty foods that aren't going to serve my diet goals you gotta fight yourself to get to the gym you know you've had a long day at work you know do i want to go to the gym do i not want to go to the gym it's always a competition against you against yourself and you know sometimes yourself's going to win sometimes it's not but you just have to be prepared taking L's is a part of life. I mean, you're going to have to, you can't be successful all the way through. So the next type of relationship between the organism and this niche is a predation. So predation is when one organism eats another organism to obtain its nutrients. An example of a predation are owls that eat mice and lions that eat gazelle. Basically this is a, a prey and a, a hunter type of situation so there's the hunter and the hunted you know you go out every day and it's eat or get eaten you know it's a very base style existence it's 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 a very survivalistic type mindset you know and and we don't have to to live in that mindset it should be a choice because unless you're like in some type of industry or career field like the military you know where if you go out into this this unknown territory, you go out past the wire, the safe point, the the final safe point that you know is safe because of you know the measures that they've taken to ensure that it's safe within that fence. You know when you go out into the unknown territory, when you go out into the area of operations, it definitely is in a hunt or. Get hunted type mindset of predator or prey. There we go. I'm sorry, I got tongue twisted. It's been an extremely long day. um As you can see in my YouTube video, my eyes are real low. I'm kind of tired, but I made a commitment to do this podcast to release it every Monday and Friday. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to release it every Monday and Friday despite the tiredness. So let's get back into it, tongue twisted and all. So it's, it's a predator and prey mindset. So you're going to have to go out there and you're going to have to be your sharpest. You're going to have to be focused on survival while maintaining the discipline to, to complete your task so that you can ensure you return home safely. For us in the business world and in normal you know, life, it may not always be that. Again, sometimes it's good to have that mindset, you know, because it, it gets you motivated. You know, you're not lackadaisical. you got to focus on your mind. you got to drive on your mind. But to always be in that mindset is not productive. It doesn't serve you. You know, we're not caveman, you know, living out in the wild, and we always got to be aware or conscious of the T-Rex that's going to come from behind the rock and eat us. There are dangers that we face on a day-to-day basis. We do need to be aware of our surroundings and the things that we do on a subconscious level. Patterns and and habits that we built up that we just take to doing without even thinking about it. We need to be conscious of those things because the The devil is in the detail. And when we do habits that are not conducive to our growth, that hinders us, that thwarts our growth. So we need to be aware of our environment, be aware of those habits and change those things to reflect more so the life that we wanna live. Even if we're not living it at present, it still reflects the life that we want to live, and we're gonna fake it until we make it. So, in that sense, you know, you always gotta be aware, you always gotta be alert, and then sometimes in the jobs or career fields that we choose, that mindset is is necessary as well. But it's not always necessary. We like, I know, I talk a lot about going to get it, going after it, you know, being hungry, being driven, you know, predator versus prey mindset, go out there and get it, you know, competition, competition, competition. Yeah, all of that is fine and dandy. All of that is good and well, and it is true. You do have to wake up each day with a mindset to go out there and get it and to be driven, be passionate, and to, you know, just make this day a win or try to make it a win as much as possible. But you can't always do that. It's not realistic. If you look at any athlete, you know, that's that's worth anything, you know, anybody you look up to. They work hard. They train hard. But they also play hard and they rest. You know, rest is equally as important as working hard and putting in a lot of work, putting in a lot of effort. So rest is another component of this journey that I feel doesn't really get mentioned or get the credit that is due. Because rest is just as important as hard work. If if you constantly go to the gym and build your muscles, build your muscles, tear your muscles down every day, but you don't give your body the opportunity to rest, you're not gonna gain the type of muscle that you're in the gym trying to create or manifest. It's, it's just gonna tear your body down. So we have to learn balance, you know, yin and yang. You know, for work there's rest. You have to account for rest as well. Um, so that's my little spiel on that. The next relationship that we're gonna focus on is communalism. So communalism is a relationship in which one organism benefits while the others is neither help nor harm. An example of this is the barnacle that grows on the whale and other marine animals. The whale gains no benefit from the barnacles, but the barnacles gain mobility, which help them to evade predators and are exposed to more diverse feeding opportunities. You know, it's you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. That's basically what that type of relationship is. Uh, The barnacle isn't hurting the whale. The whale doesn't care about the barnacle. The barnacle hitches a free ride everybody's better for it you know it's just the type of relationship where you know like you have that friend like y'all are just friends for the sake of being friends you know they benefit from your existence you benefit from their existence and you're both better people for knowing each other that's basically what a communalism is um to sum it up in in a relationship that we can contribute or associate between two human beings because i know they use the 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 illustration of a whale and a barnacle and i know some people might not be familiar with that barnacle plus we already discussed that you know as in nature so in society or so in the human world if we just take a look closer so that's the relationship between the two next is the mutualism a mutualism is a relationship in which both species benefit an example of this is an oxpecker bird gains a safe habitat on a rhinoceros' back and then exchange eats the parasite and insects that would harm the rhinos. For me, when I was doing the research, I feel like a communism and a mutualism are identical with, you know, little differences. Um, just like I did with the friend example, I think that's a good example of both a communalism and a mutualism. Because, you know, it, this friend benefits from this friend and nobody is winning more so than the other. It's a mutual or a common relationship between the two people that is beneficial between the two people. Like nobody is winning over the other person. Nobody is losing because of the other person. They're both mutually benefited by knowing each other and having each other in their lives. That's like having, you know, you want to become a millionaire or you want to become an entrepreneur. So you start surrounding yourself with entrepreneurial type individuals. So they're entrepreneurs. You know, you're not asking them for money, loans. You're only asking them for advice. And people who are are successful, at least in my experience, they want to give advice. They love to share advice. So you're getting the benefit of their advice. They're getting the benefit of your friendship, the mentorship between the two of you and all the things that come with that. And basically, you guys are helping each other out, you know, you may be aware of the fact that this individual over here is helping you out, but you might not be aware of the fact that you're helping that individual out as well. You might have something that brightens up that individual's life or brightens up that individual's day and you might not even know it. You might come out of the relationship even teaching that individual something about life or relationships that they may not have, have known or... It hasn't been a lesson that they've learned yet in life. And you were meant to interact with that person in order to teach them that lesson or show them that path in life. So um, mutualisms and commonalisms communalisms are relationships that we should seek out. You know, nobody is better for it. Like you grow together. You know, no, no one person grows because of the other person. It, it's a relationship in which you both benefit. You know, everybody at the table eats. And the last relationship is a parasitism. A parasitism, a parasitism is a relationship in which one organism, organism benefits and the other organism is harmed. Examples of tapeworms, bacteria, pathogens, parasites and other diseases. Now, this is a relationship I was talking about where one person grows and the other person doesn't. That's a parasite. Uh, relationship a parasitic relationship um much like the body you know might harbor a disease such as cancer or a tapeworm and the tapeworm benefits from its existence when it within us we don't benefit from its existence within us like it takes nutrients from the food we eat it takes nutrients from our body as a whole the same thing can happen in a relationship like if you're not careful with the type of people that you put around you or that you have around you it can result in a parasitic relationship. They can steal your joy. They can steal your happiness, your money, your time. You know all the stuff that's that's important to you, and some things that you can't get back, like your time. They can steal those things if you're not careful, and that's all we got to be careful about the company we keep. And and the reason for this podcast is just it's just to spark you know your mind a little bit. Like when you look at your life and you have time by yourself, you can't sleep and. You're just up there at night and Maybe you're listening to my podcast I hope you're listening to my podcast And um, you just look back over some of this stuff And you're like, man What type of relationships do these people really fit in in my life? You know uh, Is it a competition relationship? Is it a predatory relationship? Is it a commonalism? Is it a mutualism? Is it a parasitic style relationship? Like, are these people here to help me or to hurt me? Are they for me or against me? And that's important to decipher because then you can decide how to place people in your life to best benefit you. Like some people you can hold closer while others you can hold farther away. Keep them at arm's the distance because they may be good friends, but they just might not be friends that you can hang around with all of the time. Because, you know, if if you hang out with five alcoholics, the chances are that you're going to become the sixth. So the company that we keep is very, very important. And knowing the type of relationships we have with the company we keep, company that we keep is equally as important because we can only grow to the benefit of our environment. You know, if, if our environment is heavy in nutrients, water, sunlight, you know, we get tended to daily you know the weeds are kept away from us and stuff like that we're going to grow as big and as vast as our potential allows us to grow but if we're not careful about the type of soil that we plant ourselves in if we're not careful to get enough water and to get the nutrients we need to get enough sunlight and we let the weeds overgrow us then we're not going to live up to our potential you know we're going to get just put in a situation that's not conducive to growth and at the end of the day the the competition that we're in is to grow each day it's the chase growth we want to grow as much as possible each and every day and a great way to do that is by putting the relationships that we have into these categories that we've been given today so i hope that you enjoyed this podcast and um Take it for what it's worth. That's all I have for you today. Make sure you visit my website, ytin.org. That's yourtimeisnow.org. My YouTube channel, which you can find simply by typing in my name, Chase Beatty. That's C-H-A-S-E-V-E-A-T-T-Y. And my motivational Instagram page, you can find that at A-L-B-Chase. That's A-L-B-C-H-A-S-E. Please like, subscribe, and follow. And as you go throughout your day, ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?